0: Hey everybody, I'm Garcia. Hello
1: everyone, I'm Telly.
0: And we're the Her Castle Girls. Welcome to the first episode of our new podcast. It's All Connected by Her Castle Girls. Everything has meaning. Everything has purpose. We are all connected. Oh,
1: we talk about mindset, motivation, business, and life. Check out our website, Bright Mindset Project. Also, find us on the gram under the handles Her Castle Girls and Bright Mindset Project. Drop us a line, give us a comment. Also, search for us on our YouTube channel. That's right in case you didn't know. We do have a YouTube channel. If you search the name Her Castle Girls, you will find everything there. And with no further ado, we will get right to it.
0: Okay. So, today's topic is something that's truly dear I think to both of us and I think it's a good way to sort of introduce ourselves to the podcasting world where we are today's topic is how we healed from the hustle culture and how we shifted our mindset to believe different and this is a major topic now as we see on youtube Mm -hmm. and as we see through social media a lot of people are talking about you know basically how we've all been poisoned in the mind to believe that the more we produce the more valuable we are people are admitting that they do not dream of labor they don't have a dream job we're hearing all of these truths that are now coming out and for me talia i'll be honest i yeah. think it's great i think that this is time For Renaissance people to rise up, and I really think that we're gonna see something amazing in history happening simply because people are getting back to that belief.
1: I love that the word Renaissance, I like how you That together because you know it's really interesting how, like, back in the day, if you weren't aiming for like you know the CEO chair, if you weren't aiming for the highest pay grade, you were considered lazy or you're not what's wrong with you as if you had some kind of like mental issue. When in reality, it's like, can I just slow down even for one minute and not be judged? We're slowing down so i'm with you 100 percent it's so much more refreshing that this is a growing trend a yeah. lot of people are jumping on the train to say listen i don't dream of being at a company and working my butt off for like 16 years only to yeah. end up with barely anything barely a pension
0: yeah and the thing is too is that truly hustle culture it it does suck and (laughs) enough people aren't you know uh, enough people weren't allowing themselves to feel that feeling because they Mm -hmm. thought there is no other way Mm -hmm. and of course you know for both of us I know this hits home for both of us because we had our own epiphanies in a way um coming into the idea of the hustle culture and the promises that are made from the hustle culture and you know what the outcome truly is once you've subscribed to it and you know one thing i want us to talk about Mm -hmm. is you know where where were we before the shift so before the life because right now you know we're creators we create content we used to create content in the fashion space and then we slowly switched over to more of the mindset Personal development space where we felt more at home. um, Based upon, you know, you're very much into the mind, body, and spirit connection Mm -hmm. as a, you know, mental health advocate. Yes. And then myself, I took on mindset practice Mm -hmm. and started to teach people about it. Yes, that's right. And became a coach. So Mm -hmm. we both have our own personal connection. But where, where were you before? that shift before you made the decision that the hustle culture sucks.
1: You know what? It's funny you mentioned that cuz I think we were even talking about this even last night I was saying to you that if I were to go back in time and talk to my 2019 self mm-hmm. I, I don't think we would get along very well.
0: Right, I do remember at that.
1: All like, girl, I was and then mind you Like everyone. It's almost like being in the matrix. You think everything is good until you get plugged out and then you're like, oh my gosh, I've been living a lie all Mm -hmm. this time. And that's basically what I felt like. If I could pinpoint the actual moment, I would say it was same January, not January, um, 2019, late summer 2019 and I was going to work. Um, I was being on the train and I think it was at that moment, I don't know if it was the heat, I don't know if it was just the amount of people that were on like, you know, the waiting for the train to come in, but something just hit me and said, there's got to be more to life than this rat race. Um, I remember even before when I was younger, I was like, no, I'm not gonna be a sap, I'm not gonna work for the man, I'm gonna be an artist and I'm gonna do this and do that. And I ended up being a part of that same SAP. You <laughs> I started being a part of the rat race. And every time I saw in that train car, and I'd look out the window, and they would be pulling into Union or going home, and just looking out the window and seeing how much people are coming onto this train, and everyone looked sad. Everyone looked depressed. I was like, there's gotta be better than this. There has to be. I was so miserable. Like crazy, angry, and at everything. No, no one did anything to me. I was just mad that I had to succumb to this culture. And then at work, they're like, "Oh, okay, so you know, let's find out your, you know, your six-month plan." And da 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 da, and dee dee dee. And it's like, I don't want to be here in the next six months. My plan is to not be here, that's what it is. But that's when I had my epiphany, always getting on that train and just seeing how everyone on this train looked so miserable. Yeah. It was insane. I just, I couldn't take it anymore. And I, to the point where I was just breaking down. And that's when I was like, no, my mental health, my physical health, mm-hmm. the last straw off the camel's back mm-hmm. was going to the doctor because I was having these crazy, like just shoulder pains. Yeah. And I thought, Maybe just from the strain of sitting on the computer, you know, sitting at the computer, sorry, and just watching, you know, I thought it was something like that. But then he was like, no, Telly, it's stress. You either have to find a new job or figure out some kind of way to work less or figure out something, but your health is at stake. And that was where I was like, okay, that's it. I got to pack this nine to five stuff up because it's not, it's not working. So that, that was me. What about you? When was your epiphany to say, you know what? So. Enough is enough.
0: Yes. So I've been, you know, as you know, growing up, I, you know, grew up in the same household as you, me and you were yeah. sisters. In case you didn't know, and we are sisters. Yes. And <laughs> I definitely grew up being very artistic. I was supported through, you know, I was acting and I was singing and I was enjoying All of the things around that I was into marketing and doing anything that was creative. Yes. And eventually at around, I would say, 27 years old, finally the corporate world scooped me up and... (sighs) And I won't lie. It was primarily for the money. Oh yeah. It just seemed so simple. It's like, okay, I'll put time in. And when I put time in, they will give me money and I will get money every two weeks. This is the best thing <laughs> ever. And I did that. And it's funny from the moment that six month mark of doing it. I noticed that I had been scammed (laughs) I noticed that it was the wrong decision for me however I was already in it and I had already started doing the stupid things that young people do I had started using credit cards I had started picking up lots of financial commitments and while doing that I was literally just hurting myself You know, by, you know, the age of 33, I was diagnosed with depression. Mm -hmm. And then later on, I was um, getting sick all the time. My body just was not into it Mm -hmm. and my energy was low. And then one day there was a blessing in disguise. I was laid off from my tech job. And I really do believe that was a message from above. I do believe that the divine source came down and said, sis, let me just help you out. And, you know, I was laid off and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it forced me to get back to home base. It forced me to get back to that place where I felt my most purposeful, where I felt my, you know, I just felt my whole being. And that's the thing you know for that you know that entire time of working i was doing a lot of doing for other people yeah i wasn't doing for me i was doing for other people and then after that i actually tried this is what the funny part i actually tried to go back to the corporate world i actually tried to go back And when I went back, I didn't even last six months. It was like a
1: rude awakening.
0: There was a rude awakening. And I'll tell you what the awakening was. Mm. First of all, I was just super stressed out because I was doing stuff that I didn't even want to do. I I didn't see the purpose or the meaning in what I was doing. And then one day I basically, you know, I won't go too much into it, but I basically had a bad reaction, Mm. something like a mini heart attack yeah i remember that and that was the day i knew i can't work here anymore because i am nowhere near i I am not old (laughs) i am a young girl and my body is going through stuff that it should not so i decided i'm done i left and that was the best day of my life. Oh, absolutely. That's when the shift happened for me. Mm -hmm. And I think for the same for you, Mm -hmm. you know, when we look back at the people that we left behind in the corporate world. That part. That part. It it was different. It was so different. It was different. different. So night and day. Night and day. So what happened to make you want to change? Because like, Mm. you know, I tried to go back to the same place that I hated.
1: That <laughs> was insanity,
0: right? That is truly insanity, and and I went back there, repeating the pattern. Repeating the pattern, but what made you finally say no, no, no? I am not going back.
1: I think for me, honestly, it was just just remembering like the office. Pub. Politics.
0: Oh, God. Like,
1: honestly, because then, then of course, the, the pandemic happened and everyone at that point was just like, okay, well, we're all staying home. But before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just couldn't, I could not deal with office politics anymore, the people anymore. Like, I, if it, it would have been different, I feel, if people just, you know, stuck to doing their work and then... You know, of course you can have conversations. No one wants to be in a place and, you know, shut down and not talk to anybody. That's so not cool. Right. But I really couldn't take it anymore because what started off as great friendships that you build with your co-workers, or at least, you know, in the workplace, started to become toxic and, hmm. you know, personal things started to become, like, the whole, like, office thing where it's like, you're my co-worker. Why do you care what I do? Do with my personal time. I got the reports on your desk. What what more do you want? So just remembering that, I was like, no way. I'm I'm not going back to to corporate world. And then uh, as the when the pandemic hit, um, and you were saying that you were going to start, you know, working on yourself, and started working on, you know. i guess talk getting some things out that you needed to air out yeah and just fix yourself that really inspired me thinking i said to myself like you know what like all this time i i kind of i'm gonna agree with you i'm gonna try that for myself and see what's going on because as much as i want to put all the blame on like other people i'm also grown enough to know that okay come on telly it takes two to tango um and i know that As strong as a person I was in my mind clearly there were some battles that I should have fought and didn't and some battles that I did fight maybe I should not have fought either you know I don't want to put all the blame on everyone I also have some faults as well that I have to come to terms with but hey that could have been handled a little differently but of course I was too much of my ego (laughs) to to say "I, I do nothing wrong I'm a star in every way shape and form give me a break but during that 2020, when you had nowhere to go, because everyone was right. closed, yes. that was the turning point for me. That's when I was like, okay, Tally, that's it. All the cards are on the table. This is it. You're going to come face to face with your anxiety, with your fear, with your depression, with your mood swings. Guys, I had some major, I can tell you, <laughs> I had some major, stupid mood swings. Like, mood swings that didn't make any sense.
0: But that's the thing too, and the thing is, a lot of people, obviously, with the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. it made it very, um, it, it made it very hard for people because there was so many moments of solitude, right? And you were spending a lot of time with yourself. <laughs> and the one thing that people realized is they didn't like themselves. They they didn't realize that. Wait a minute, I don't like myself. Isn't that sad though? That's why I feel this way. And if not for the pandemic, they wouldn't have known that.
1: That's it. It was like almost like a blessing in disguise. Just like Truly. what you were saying, you know, with the company and you got laid off, it looks like horrific. But then you're like, wait a minute, as bad as this is, this is also really eye-opening because you just, you just you're only like yourself when you're around other people. But then when you're by yourself, you're just like, you're almost like, a, you're like afraid of yourself
0: and that is where that is that piece where people start started to discover that there was an awareness that yeah. they were missing and for me mm-hmm. you know when 2020 started out my goal was to you we're know set to change your I, I was set to change <laughs> and I was willing to do whatever it took mm-hmm. and I started doing these courses in in mindset and spirituality and different things in within those lines just to work on my own mind my own personal development Mm. and i started to do this for me it was full on uh, for me i want to help me but going through these courses yes i was like you know what i'm gonna take the exam and look at i'm gonna do this and I had, listen, January 1st of 2020, I had no ambition to help anyone with mindset practice. That was not, that was not what on I that thought, your
1: menu. That was it was not, not on my menu, yeah.
0: but having that time to sit down and realize what I could do to realize how I could help people mm-hmm. made it possible for me to see. I got a lot of clarity. Mm-hmm. and. Through that, I started to study, I did my exams, I passed, and I said to myself, okay, you know what, I'm doing this. And with that summer, that first summer of, yes. of business, you know, things started to to look out for me. Yes. But, you know, one of the things that I had to learn, because even when you're, you notice when you're on a, you're on a journey, and you're still learning while you're on the journey, oh, that's what makes it a journey, right? Absolutely and i learned that i still had this hustle culture piece where i felt like if i'm not doing stuff uh. all the time and if i'm not pulling my hair out right. and crying over stress i'm not really working I, I, I and therefore i'm not worthy of the rewards or the compensation yeah
1: and i i, I feel you on that 100% it's funny how it's so embedded in human beings to constantly be on the go even even you never even take vacations girl you i had to tell you say to you back in the day hey you taking your vacation time you're like what's vacation time
0: yeah i like, didn't take, take any i didn't take vacation time i, I left
1: definitely took vacations I yeah I, uh, I i left
0: <laughs> hours <laughs> and hours of A vacation time. vacation time on the table you know, you and I, just, I was you know the queen of burnout um, Ooh, the queen of burnout, the queen of girl, burnout, girl and that, yeah, I was the queen of burnout, yeah. And that's... you know, I want to um, take a second to think about or to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, not only the healing aspect, but I also want to talk about growth mindset as well, because yes. you know, growth mindset has become a bit of a buzz term
1: <laughs> it's a catchphrase yes
0: and it you know it, it's not it is its is definitely a real thing it, it is, is more than just a buzzword It is. but you know the beginning of healing started with realizing that you needed to be healed yes. right and after that it took a lot of devotion and commitment and For you, when did you begin to heal? What were some of the things that you started to do?
1: You know, it's funny. Look look, what you were saying. It's um, it really like relates to like an alcoholic or someone trying to quit an addiction. Like you're so used to being in the hustle culture and being beaten down by.
0: Yeah, beaten down. That's a word.
1: Yeah, but I think my like when I start to feel like. Different and different in a good way. Because you know, it's funny, when you're changing, your old self doesn't want to change. You don't want to level up. You're, you know, internally, you're like, no, I'm comfortable here on level one and I'm not, I refuse to move any further. So it wasn't until like over the summer of 2020, like late summer, I woke up and I had like a different spring in my step and I noticed, the first thing I noticed was that I wasn't thinking about my problems. The first thing I did when I woke up in the morning was just being thankful that I was alive, first of all. And I started my journaling and I even went back and read my journals and I was like, oh wait a minute, this is pretty nice, this is pretty happy. And that's when I started saying to myself, you know what, I think it's starting to finally happen. I'm finally starting to heal. I would take breaks and not feel like you know,
0: scared. afraid,
1: afraid. Yeah, that someone's you know is gonna see me. You know, sitting even though I'm where am I going? I'm home.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking
1: that like, you're gonna turn around, and be like, "What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> no, but you know what though? I and I love that. I love that part because it reminds me that you know what hustle culture is, and yeah. what hustle culture is. It is fear. It is. It is an action of fear. The fear of being poor the fear of not being valued the fear of not being seen worthy The fear of being left behind, and that is what pushes the hustle culture. Um, Yeah, FOMO. You know this idea of well, if I don't have a nine-to-five job, and if I don't have three businesses that I'm running at the same time, and if I don't have kids to take to school, and if I don't have the husband that I need to make dinner for, and then I've gotta and I've gotta do and I've gotta do and I've gotta do and I'm not a strong woman if I don't do this and this and that, and if my to-do list is less than five things, (laughs) then I'm not really living. And we learned, and we're kind of, you know, we learned this kind of pre-pandemic, we learned that this is not how life is to be lived. No. You know, I remember in one of my therapy sessions, you know, I was asked, when was the last time you lived in your queen energy?
1: You know, can we just repeat that for the listeners and our youtube channel? and i
0: want you and anyone listening yeah like journal on this yeah when was the last time you lived in your queen energy mm-hmm. and i had no answer i didn't even know what she meant right and the idea was look you're winning every day even if you don't close some big multi-million dollar deal even if you don't land that job or that Contract, whatever it is, yeah. you have won in some way. You you're have. you're a winner in in a way, and you need to celebrate that.
1: That right there, we were talking about that a few days ago about you know celebrate the small wins. Mm-hmm. Nothing. If you washed your car, hey, that's a win. Is it not? Your car was dirty before, is. And now your car is clean. If you were able to go to the grocery store and you got your favorite, no, do um, creamer for your coffee, mm-hmm. that's a win. If you were able to get a phone call or you made a call to one of your friends, that's a win. You guys had a good time talking. Not everything has to be this ginormous, huge, like Oscar winning, Emmy winning thing. Like, celebrate the small wins. You know, what, at this point, celebrate period.
0: Yeah because celebrate do everything if,
1: if people aren't you know if people don't have like you said five things going on at one time they're frowned upon and it's like well wait a minute this person is doing their best of what they have shouldn't that be celebrated why do they have to have 60 different things going on before people finally say hey i'm, I'm on your side i'm on your team
0: and you know what to be honest with you really when you realize that Mm -hmm. when you get to that point where you're waking up in the morning and you're not thinking about your problems first you're thinking about what you're grateful for when you get to that point in your life where you're celebrating the little wins you are actually developing that growth mindset piece that we were talking about because so as I talk about you know, growth mindset yes. and what you achieve with your growth mindset once you realize you can celebrate your small wins, mm-hmm. you can take a break, is that you are realizing that your energy is precious.
1: Oh, that's I love that.
0: And you're putting your energy towards the places and things that deserve your your energy. They
1: deserve your attention.
0: We spend a lot of time you know working on fulfilling everyone else's needs oh,
1: that's so
0: true and and not enough are on our own needs so the idea that you know where does growth mindset come from what is the purpose of that the purpose of growth mindset is to know where to put your time, leveraging your time like any CEO or any CMO of a big company. Mm-hmm. They know that their minds need to be in the development of the product, not worrying exactly. about who's paying their subscription this <laughs> month. Like you, you lever, you leverage your time and you hire that out. So. We are the CEOs of our own minds and of our own bodies and of our own lives. Mm-hmm. Why are we using our energy towards things that don't serve us?
1: And that's the thing. I wish that it's almost like you want to have people have a CEO type of mind. Because when the CEO goes home at night, they not think they're that they not thinking they got a great night's sleep. <laughs>
0: they definitely do.
1: <laughs> they're not there, you know, with <laughs> their head in their pillow wondering, oh my God, what am I going to do with my, my bills? What am I going to do about no. that product I'm developing? What am I going to do? So on, so on, yada, yada, yada. They're thinking, oh, you know what? Maybe I can sneak away from work and play golf. Right. Maybe I can test drive that new Jaguar. that came Right. Back. They're not thinking
0: no, about They're they're, they're looking for ways to, to act in their own queen energy or their own king energy. Exactly. So why aren't we doing the same?
1: It's so interesting how we have, like you were saying before, we have this fear. Like you know, we're too afraid to just step out a little because we right. we want to carry our 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 stuff with us. You know, our our, our problems, our worries, yes. our, our judgments, or my, what will my friends think if I step
0: out? And outside validation, at, you know, I would mm-hmm. say fear, and then outside validation yeah. are the two greatest pushers of the hustle culture. Ooh. Because you sit on Instagram. <laughs> Sorry, Instagram. Sorry, like, Insta. you know, as much as Instagram feeds, it can also, you know, it feeds good and it feeds bad. It does. You have to be the filter as to what you want to see on your feed. But we make Instagram push us to say, well, if I don't have a 10K month this month, I've failed.
1: Yeah, you know, they, you know, say it's true. They People go on Instagram or on TikTok or wherever, forgetting that it's all curated. It's, you know, these people, everyone has a life, everyone has a a thing they're doing. Right. Just because you see someone partying and living it up in Ibiza or Italy or something, and you see their gorgeous photos, you think, oh, I want their life, I want.
0: And (sighs) it doesn't, you know, when did this person begin? When did they begin? What is their mindset? That's it. Maybe they've leveled up to, uh, they leveled up years ago and you're just starting out. You can't compare yourself to someone that started seven, ten years ago when you just opened up your business a month ago or your Instagram account like a year ago.
1: All of that. I think it was Sean Cannell, another great YouTuber, who said, you know, don't compare your beginnings with someone else's middle. Right. Or with someone else's end. Right. You, you don't know when they started, you don't know the mind work they've been doing. Yeah. You don't know. And you
0: don't know. Maybe last month was one of the worst money-earning months of their life, but that they're too. not gonna post about that on Instagram. No. So we have to really, you know, move in that way and and not subscribe mm-hmm. to hustle culture. Mm-hmm. So the next question mm-hmm. that you know, when you're talking about, you know, unsubscribe from hustle culture, people say, OK, but how am I supposed to level up in my life if I'm not hustling? If I'm not doing everything in the world, how am I supposed to get to, you know, higher levels, higher heights? And I always say this is my mm, opinion. Yeah, but I always say that focus, my friend, hmm. you know, focus on what you want to do focus on what your purpose and calling is don't just decide well i'm gonna go do this because this is what is cool
1: following a trend
0: you know yeah following a trend doing that it's more about what makes you light up what lights up that fire in you what brings out that person in you that makes you feel like you can stick with it forever
1: that's it and that's the thing car it's so much deeper than social media like everyone thinks that their calling is to be i don't know an influencer or an insta baddie or a or tiktok star Mm -hmm. listen to each their own i'm not gonna sit here and judge anybody but i love how you use the word focus because a lot of people are not focusing focusing no everyone else right and that's where the burnout comes except for our own you right. want to be cardi b you also want to be kerry washington you want to be Leonardo DiCaprio you also want to be president of the united states like you, you have to stop and focus on you and what yes.
0: you want yes because as you say when you focus on what you want you're so focused you're so narrow you know in in the circle you're right. so just pinpoint mm-hmm. that everything you have to do isn't as you're not like okay i need to focus on this i need to do that i need to do this this is why a lot of business gurus say you know choose one or two social media pieces exactly. and focus on those two That's it. the burnout happens when you are spreading yourself too thin that is basically it that that's, is the meaning yeah, that's it. you're spreading yourself out too thin on things that you don't care about
1: every calling everything that calls your name you don't have to answer to it. Thank you. You don't.
0: No is also an answer of growth and development. It is. And you don't have to subscribe to everything. No, you don't. You definitely don't have to subscribe to hustle culture.
1: We talk about this all the time. Um, you know, there's a lot of um, guys that are online, and a lot of women, and, you know, with these new apps that come out, people always say, oh, should I join Clubhouse? Should I join Pinterest? Should I... And you know, it's like, listen, just you don't have do what's right for you. If you're an interior designer, then maybe you should just stick with Pinterest because that's where a lot of people go for inspiration, for clarity, for just you know, just browsing, really. Mm-hmm. So stick with that. If you're more of a talker, then maybe Clubhouse is the right app for you to use. Whatever it is, but you don't have to sign up to every single thing.
0: No, you do not
1: and everything that calls your name you can't to be a gymnast and a bartender like you have to choose something the,
0: the, yeah there's and, and that's another you know journal prompt that ah, you can yes. think of what is my purpose mm-hmm. what makes me feel alive yeah. what creative outlet makes me feel alive mm-hmm. think on those things and, and write about it journal about it ask your subconscious mind mm-hmm. you know if you were to know what lights you up In the morning, what makes you excited to get around your laptop or get outside? Maybe it's landscaping. Mm. Maybe it's you know working on your publishing project. Maybe you're writing a book. Whatever you're doing, you know, it won't feel like hustling if you're doing something that drives passion and purpose.
1: If you're doing something you love, you won't even feel like work. That's it. Just be cool calm and collected that's That's supposed to feel like anyway that's
0: what it should feel like Mm -hmm. and you know we have definitely been through the ringer when it comes to you know what can happen (laughs) when you don't work Mm -hmm. on what your true purpose is and You know, the limiting beliefs and the negative self-talk. Where does Mm -hmm. it come from? It usually comes from the places where you put yourself, where you don't truly belong. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. corporate jobs are great at, and I'm not downing on all corporate jobs. I'm downing on the corporate jobs that people take on that they didn't actually want. Yes, They don't have a passion for what they do. If people are attorneys, doctors, people are administrators, but they love their job. That's great. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that's what we want. We want people to enjoy what they do if they're the hours of their life. Yes. But if you don't enjoy what you do, that's not good.
1: No. You're, <laughs> it's like every day you wake up and you're feeling the the pains. You're dreading. You're already playing it out in your mind what's going to happen. Right. So now your body is like, oh, okay, I'm going to just accept this because you're already planting that seed inside of me. So I'm just going to go to work now and expect to see my boss who's going to yell at me. I expect to see that coworker that I can't stand and she's going to tell me her stories and I'm going to have to pretend to care doing work that I really don't, I'm not passionate about, I don't care about. That's what we're concerned with. You know, the people that take on these jobs because they want, you know, like we said, you said it too, you know, you do it for the money. A yeah. lot of young people, decide, you know, they get out of university, out of college. Right. They They've land got that debts. cool job, quote yeah. unquote. And they're like, yeah, you know, I got my little desk, got my little cubicle. Oh. And then they learn that, wow, this sucks. This sucks.
0: Exactly. And then... They think of all the things they did wrong and then they feel bad about themselves. And it just starts another cycle of imposter syndrome, limited self talk, negative emotions, all of the things that make us become very bitter and just sad.
1: It's like a big snowball, it just a exactly. bag of depression.
0: Exactly. So, what can we all do to begin to heal? From hustle culture what are some things that you did that you know listeners and watchers can do
1: honestly and it depends on the person i mean i encourage everyone though to do this unplug
0: i love that i, I love that yeah, unplug like turn off the phone turn it
1: off close the laptop turn off the tv set you know if it means for you you have to think about yourself Everyone that you're following on your social medias, they're not gonna even notice that you're gone. Trust me, they'll be there when you come back. Yeah. You have to take care of yourself and like we were saying, you have to focus. How are you going to focus if every five seconds your notifications are going off, you're having you know, I remember being so addicted to social media, even when I turned off my notifications, I would still be there like, Oh, let me check my phone real quick. When and when I checked it, girl, there was no I didn't miss anything
0: nothing is I, happening nothing.
1: some of the best things a human being can do is unplug and f- get a pen get a paper do it old-school girl Just little do something with a pen and a paper there's no distractions no notifications no phone to ring right because your phone's in a different room that just it. turn it off and start making that list of things that you want to change it's like okay you know what I I could get in better shape so maybe I should start working out three days a week And it can be, you can get a personal trainer, as well as you can do some cool things on YouTube. YouTube has a lot of amazing videos for free, so there's no excuse. You can get a, like, we'll well, even get you. Get an NLP coach to coach you and to help you fix your mind. Go
0: outside. Go outside. You'd be very surprised to know what walking through a bit of nature, even a park, yeah. what it can do, go to a local dog park, even if you don't have a dog, and watch people play with their dogs. This dogs. all helps you become more grounded. It does. And we when you're love that. Yeah, just what, grounding taking get
1: your little shoes and just yeah. put your feet in the grass.
0: When you are grounded, you think more clearly you are more open to your intuition to understand what is going on around you and what things mean Um, rather than just kind of floating around and wondering why what I wonder no time for that it's definitely another thing I would say along with what Telly mentioned for healing is definitely taking time to meditate Mm -hmm. taking time to Mm. yourself and doing things that you love if you love to cook then cook a meal you know and don't watch the clock really make it one of those nights where it's like if it takes me two hours to make this meal
1: it takes two hours
0: that's it that's okay that's okay so the takeaways from today is really first of all be aware that There needs to be a change. If you feel you're in the hustle culture, if you have feelings of burnout, if you have feelings of dread, waking up in the morning, going to work, if you're feeling sad every time you go through your Instagram account, all of these sort of things, this definitely means that you've subscribed to a culture that is not for you. And what you can begin to do today is simply turn all media off turn it off get in touch with nature Mm -hmm. get in touch with people that are Mm like-minded we all have friends that think the same way we do contact them go for walks go for a coffee go to an art show or a gallery do things that stimulate your brain without This influence of hustle. Yes, exactly. You know,
1: make you feel like you have to go as fast as like a car. Yeah, like like,
0: slow down, slow down, really take time to enjoy solitude. Go to dinner by yourself. Yeah. Sit down at a table and be served, you know, treat yourself Mm -hmm. as the term says. Yes. And. All of these things, they might seem like, what do you mean? These are stupid little things. They are not stupid little things. These are actually shifting things that can make you shift the value that you have in yourself and the value that you have in your life.
1: So true. I love that. And that's the thing. And How badly do you want it? I would feel that, you know, if you're going through anything that Kirsty and I mentioned, you desperately want to change. You know, it's tiring. Chasing and chasing and chasing, it's
0: and chasing is also repelling, it is, but it's repelling. But that's for another show,
1: (laughs) that's for a different podcast. But yeah, you know, like I said, it's true, you're repelling and you're just pushing yourself deeper and deeper into a very dark hole. And you're kind of also, you know, it's almost like you're withholding because you have all these gifts that you've been given. And the world is waiting for you to showcase them, but they'll never learn about it. Exactly. Because you're so much into the hustle Mm
0: culture. And and this is why you should really focus on being versus doing. Make Mm -hmm. sure that you're being that person. If you are an artist, be an artist. If you are a mother, be a mother. Mm -hmm. If you are a dentist, be a dentist. And don't worry so much about doing all of the little things that truly don't matter. So today we talked about how we healed from hustle culture Mm -hmm. and how we shifted our mindset to believe different. Um, Definitely thank you for listening to us today. We enjoyed your company and we do hope that this topic resonated with you Mm -hmm. if you love what you're hearing and if you love to talk about mindset motivation business and life we invite you to check us out on youtube search her castle girls subscribe to our channel check us out on brightmindsetproject.com Uh, You can definitely book a coaching session with me, or you can read our blog, which has a lot of resources. We have a lot of freebies also coming up on the website. So definitely check out BrightMindsetProject.com and find us on Instagram at BrightMindsetProject and at HerCastleGirls. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We really appreciate it.
1: Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. this is great I'm I'm so happy we're back on our podcasting (laughs) this is so (laughs) awesome thank you guys so much for listening and to all of our YouTubers thank you so much for watching
0: thanks for watching
1: and until next time we bid you adieu Bye.
0: bye